giant voice. The official podcast of the United States Navy's largest overseas installation, Commander Fleet Activities, Yokosuka. All the information you need to succeed as a forward deployed sailor in Japan. Each week, we tackle one topic and speak to experts who can answer some of your most frequently asked questions. This is the Giant Voice Podcast. Well, welcome, gentlemen. I am here. Uh, we have our Command Master Chiefs uh, returning to the podcast after the uh, the last one uh, we did. We have our own Command Master Chief Beachy from uh, Commander Fleet Activities at Koska, and we have 7th Fleet Command Master Chief Field with us. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, as always, last time was fun, so I'm excited for this time. Oh, yeah. No, thank you for having us back. It's absolutely wonderful to be back in the studio again. And uh, any time with, with Dan is an amazing time. Yeah. The last one was a, we had a good time in here. Some of uh, some of the good time didn't make it onto the on-air version. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, like from what I understood, you guys kind of had some ideas about what you wanted to talk about. So why don't you tell me what you want to get into? And, yeah, let's have a conversation. Well, you know, uh, as, as I travel around the AOR and, and talking to sailors and, and the chief's medicine wardroom, you know, um, I, I kind of I kind of reached out to, to Master Chief Beachy because I, I wanted to do or, or talk about mentorship and the important role that plays in every sailor's life, um, to include officers, and, and even at our levels, command master chiefs, you know, we it's 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 taken me to where I'm at today, um, and I don't think I don't think a lot of people really understand the importance and the impact a good mentor can have to your career. I, I would say that's it's a big deal, right? Oh, it, it is. It's a huge deal, and I, I don't think there's anybody in a leadership position today that can say that they got there on their own. I mean, it just doesn't happen. We don't get to where we're at without everybody else around us. Yep. The good, the bad, and, and everything far in between. It, it, it's what shapes us as individuals. It's what shapes us as sailors. It's what shapes us as leaders um, in, in the world, not just in the Navy, but in, in whatever job that you're going to, yeah. you know. So, I mean, if you would have asked me during my first four years in the Navy, you know, and told me, you know, a glimpse of my future— Right, you're gonna be still here in 28 years. I'd have laughed in your <laughs> face <laughs> so hard back then. Yeah. Right. But but I mean, life happens. I've had great mentors along my uh, along the way along my journey, um, and I've had leaders that set a not so good example that I've learned just as much from them. That's in the learning experience exactly. Too. Yep. Uh, you know of what not to do. Yep. So mentorship is absolutely key. To, I, I, talking about like not imagining you'd be there 28 years later, I had a great chief when I was at like an E2 who said, listen, every day you should prepare like you're going to do two things. You're going to be a career Navy guy and you're going to get out after your first enlistment. And if everything you do is prepping for both of those contingencies, you're going to be good to go no matter what happens. Yeah, that's 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 very true. Um, and And, you know, you see that quite often where people don't plan to get out more than what they do plan to stay in. Um, and you know, it's a certain events or certain circumstances that unfortunately people have to get out for. Um, but the longer you stay in, 
that longer that why in the road gets right. for you to be able to jump over to the I'm going to get out yep. stage. And I'll, I'll use myself for an example. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in 31 years, you know, I'm going to be forced here to get out here pretty soon and retire um, for my HYT. But um, am I ready for it? I am. Um, do I want to do it? No. No, right? of course <laughs> not. This is all I've known for hey, 30 years. Tom for, for, Cruise for stayed years. in the Navy for like 42 years in the new <laughs> Top Gun movie. So. And still a captain, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think Mashi Beachy hit the head, uh, nail on the head. And, you know, you, you also have mentors that you learn the negative things from. And what I mean by negative things is not how to be. Um, and, and not how to treat people. Yeah. Because uh, I think that's very important. I think way too often, way too often sailors focus as, as, a, as an organization, we focus on those that aren't doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And we tend to categorize everybody into that yeah. category. Yeah. And that's not the truth. There's a lot of great people that wake up every morning and when they look at themselves in the mirror, they're like, what am I going to do to make a difference today? Yep. And those are the mentors yeah. you oh, need. Oh, absolutely. For you know, sure. and I, so to my, every CDB, I, I tell the sailors that exact. You got to prepare for both paths. Both paths. I'm yep. never, you know, back when I'm sure me and Master Chief were growing up in the Navy. It's like you need to stay Navy. You mm-hmm. need to stay yep. Navy. Yep. And that's what it was about, you know. But I don't. I don't tell my sailors. I was like, yep. I'm going to support the decision that you make. Yep. And whichever path that is, I want to make sure you're successful yep. in doing that path. Because I mean, yep. you hit it on the hit it on the, the nail on the head too. Because it is it is incredibly tougher to separate the Navy successfully than it was yeah. years and years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's so many options out there for when you do separate. I mean, I didn't retire. I, I separated. Yep. There's so many options out there, but, like, I was so laser-focused mm-hmm. on what am I going to do, how am I going to make this transition, blah, blah, blah. But not everybody's like that, and so you can end up – kind of in this oh, wishy-washy yeah. state. Very true. And then the other thing happens where people are junior and they don't maintain their record. They take their awards mm. documentation and toss it in the trash. Mm-hmm. And then 10 years goes by, they have a big sea change, no pun intended, <laughs> but they have a big change of heart and go, you know yeah. what? I- I love the Navy, actually, and I don't want to get out. And now they're going up for chief. Oh, yeah. And they can't even make board because their record is a total mess, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's you got to prepare for both things. Life happens. It yep. does. Life it does. happens. It does. And, and, you know, the longer you're in, the harder that transition mm-hmm. is because you're going to still be expected to do your job yep. and the billet that you're filling. Oh, oh, yeah. And you're not going to be able to, you know, just say, hey, you know, Admiral, I'm going to take these next six months to focus on myself mm-hmm. and, right. and, <laughs> and, and, you know, prepare the transition, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's something else to keep in mind. It's, you know, you just got to be taking little chunks of that ice away, that iceberg away every day, trying to work towards that possibility of retirement yeah. because eventually it comes for all of us it does it comes for all of us it does and you bring a, a flashback to mind and this is last duty station when i was installation cmc at lamore my uh command climate specialist was a senior chief yeah. he was a master at arms and he was that last year it was it was scary yeah. for him because yeah. i mean we all joined, I mean, when we're fairly young, yep. right? We might have held a job or two before we came in the surface. But, I mean, this is what we have known. Yep. 26 yeah. years, yep. 28 years, 31 years. It. This is and our it's life. it's not just what you know. Like, it's what forged you into, oh, exactly. like, an adult. You Who know? you are today. Yep. And that's how, you know, one of the things I also tell a lot of sailors, and, and more at the senior level, you know, B6 and above, is, is it, it to, you know, t- t- going back to the mentorship piece, you know, I have a lot of, 
good friends here in Japan that are civilians, contractors, SRF, that I consider mentors of mine because they're a bunch of them are retired. Senior Chiefs and Mass Chiefs, uh, they, they paved the way for me to get to where I'm at. Uh, but trust me when I tell you, I picked their brain oh, as, as, as a mentor to me. I picked their brain on that transitioning process, the retirement process as you prepare to get out. Mm. And, you know, you call them mentors. But I think the, the best type of mentor relationship is the relationship that you don't actually think of them as a Correct. mentor. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all natural. Yep. It, it just happens so, so naturally that you don't even really think of it. It's not forced in any type of way. But, I mean, it, it's, in that case, it's like situational. Because yeah. you're retiring, you're going on to your civilian life after yeah. that, and you're talking to mentors that have already yeah. experienced and done that. Yeah. Spe- speaking of like a f- the formal of it, like there was a period towards when I was getting out where they were like trying to like formalize the mentorship oh, process. Yes. Is that yes. still a thing now? Yes. Oh, I'm. I'm. I'll take a little bit and then I'll let Master yeah, yeah, yeah. correct me. Yeah. But there's no correction. Uh, so you're, you are absolutely correct. There was a period in Navy time where it was all about mentorship. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing, because I used to teach at the Senior Enlisted Academy. Loved that duty station. One of my favorite duty stations ever. But we got into the whole how the mentorship came about. And, yes, there was a naval message that came out mm-hmm. and instructed right. every command to come up with a mentorship yeah. program. There was never... A Navy instruction, bupers, yeah. opnavs, nothing, nothing that that outlined what this mentorship program was supposed to be. It directed every command I see. to come up with their own program. One of those build the plane while we fly it type. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, so right. you had yep. you had mentorship programs that were, you know, very very formalized. Where you had a mentor, you had a protege, and they signed contracts. And they had meetings. Yeah, I, re- I yes. remember this. I yes. really do remember that. Yeah. Like, really? Like, yes. Yeah. And then you had other commands where it was it was more of a natural, free-flowing type of thing where, you know, you get six months, pick someone you admire, you know, and, and let that mentorship-protege relationship develop. So you went for – you had commands going one extreme, commands going other extremes. Yeah. And and so – It was never – yeah, it was never really standardized across no. the board. And then and – then, you know what ended up happening was as as we've seen in the navy when yes. you when you make something mandatory it ends up getting watered down a little bit because mm-hmm. people are trying to meet right. their requirement right so i think yeah, that's we, probably i know exactly well, what you guys are thinking yeah. about and we don't need to say yeah it. yeah so so yeah um but and, and i think that's why they didn't make it a policy instruction right, right, because right. they wanted to leave it up to, to the command master chief because right. honestly that's kind of our program um and then, and then just picking the mentors, you know, it, it wasn't just, you know, everybody's like, you got to pick a mentor here in this command. It didn't really have to be at your command. It could have been anywhere else, mm-hmm. you know, uh, didn't have to be in your rate, which I, I don't always agree with that. So let's talk about that because I, I, that is something I'd like to bring up. Um, I do remember some people saying like, got to pick someone in your rate, right? They're going to help you. Then I remember other people would tell me. Oh, you got to go the opposite way. Mm-hmm. You got to pick someone out of rate, yeah, right? Because yeah. they're going to give you Navy experience. You can get your rate stuff from the people around you. You want like some kind of alternative experience. How do you guys feel about that? Which I, way? I I was pick somebody that's not in your rate. Yeah. Um, as a prior corpsman, I'm going to teach you how to be a corpsman. Yeah. Uh, but you taking you looking at me as an HMCM is going to be different than you looking at that MM2 who's been on board the ship two years and you just got here as an HM3, that sailor's going to teach you how to be a sailor, you know? And not that I can't, 
but I'm focused on how to be a corpsman, how to stand watches, how to respond to casualties. That was my role. I was always kind of, I kind of went both ways. I, I wanted, I think the more mentors you have, the better, yeah. w- within due reason, yep. right? Within due reason. Not like crazy number of mentors or anything, because then you start getting contradictions. But, you know, depending on pay grade wise, like if you're a junior sailor, you know, maybe like junior E1, E2, E3, right? Maybe maybe your mentor is that second class or that's for that first class. Yeah. In your work center or in your department, they can teach you the job. Yep. And then they can also teach you the Navy, yep. right? The, the, the technical expertise and then the organizational expertise. And then I always encouraged outside the department, mm-hmm. outside the yeah. command. Certainly. Right? So, and that's just for the, for the life mentorship. Yeah. It's great to talk to people who are, I, I'm extraordinarily fortunate, and a lot of people in my rate are, so we get to see a lot of different sides of the Navy. We mm-hmm. are, MCs are billeted all over the place. We get to do all sorts of stuff. Corpsmen are relatively similar in mm-hmm. a certain yep. way. But like, if you're an STG with a specialization in some type of cruiser sonar, you're going to be on cruisers for your career. Like, it right. just is what it is. Yep. So, like, finding a mentor outside the rate, that's kind of cool because you could get a different perspective yeah, maybe, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. It is. It is. And, 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 uh, and, and, you know, and it's not just, it's not just, and especially out here in Japan, you know, whenever I talk, when, when, whenever I see the view or the, the, the role of a mentor out here in Japan, um, to me it's more than just at work too. It's mm-hmm. out in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 you know, yeah. like, like we talked about last time, right? The, the courtesies, traditions, customs yeah. that, that probably myself and Rob know about that mm. a new command master chief coming in is like, what do you mean? I can't talk loud on the, on the, I on can't the talk train. on the phone on the train, you know, yep. I, you know, and, and so I, that kind of falls into that role too. Um, so, so, you know, Japan being unique and, and I think, you know, having an option to pick any type of mentor across a waterfront is great. Um, especially those that have been here for a little bit, you know? Yeah. They can, they can be a local area mentor yeah. at yeah. the same time. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a really good point. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, I, I, you know, when I, when I called Rob about doing this session, you know, I was, I had just finished talking to, to one of my, my first mentor, he was an HM2, HM1 and I was an HM3 and it. And if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at today because he, yeah. he taught, I mean, he's the one that put my nose to the computer screen. At that time, <laughs> it used to be a TV, right, tube, a tube screen, um, and forced me to learn how to do evals, forced me how to write awards, yeah. forced me how to write sailor course. Sailor, you know, those type of things that are successful, that, 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 that contribute to your successfulness in, in the Navy. In the Navy, yeah. He was that guy. And after I talked to him was when I sent Rob a text, hey, man, we should do something like this, you yeah. know? So. I think that it was important for me right like i had a mentor who taught me that same stuff you're talking about i made first class and i immediately went to a joint unit where i'm there was no navy chief at the time i'm the highest ranking navy guy there and i gotta write evals and Mm -hmm. awards for navy people i had to do it for marines and air force too which was a whole different thing But at least I knew enough about the Navy stuff to have that yeah. covered. You never know you what that next billet is going to bring, right? You sure don't. Yeah, you don't. So you learn what you can when you, know, you can, and, right? And one of the things that, that, that HM1 or Raul would, would, would tell me is, you know, you always got to remember that you will never, and this isn't going to sound good, but I'm going to say it because mm. it's true for, for the corpsman community. It's like, you know, you'll never get fired for being a mediocre corpsman. Right. You'll get fired for being a mediocre LPO, LCPO, DLCPO, 
etc. You know, and and I always carried that in my heart, you know, from him. Um, So yeah, that's just kind Mm -hmm. of the the way I was raised. And then of course, you know, my experience with the Marine Corps, my first six years in the Navy, five years in the Navy was also a foundational mentorship learning lesson, serious learning lesson for me, because this was back when my my sergeant's major and my first sergeants were all Vietnam veterans. And you were a proper doc. Yeah. Huh? You yeah. Were a real, yeah. real doc, yeah. man. I only the, got told once to get a haircut. That was <laughs> it. The, the Marine Corps, yeah. man, they talk about docs yeah. like you guys yeah. are like the legendary, oh, yes. you know, the <laughs> Valkyrie or something, man. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so yeah. it's important. Yeah. Mm. What about you? What's a uh, Master Chief PG? What's like a good mentorship story? Oh, oh, I've got several, but I so I'm going back to my first ship, my first my first tour in the Navy, and 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 back then, I mean, mentorship wasn't even talked mm-hmm. about. Yeah, it, it wasn't. But you know, throughout my career, um, I've looked back on my first chief. He was an RPC, so I've I've kind of got a different story than most, right? So I joined the Navy, right, undesignated. Came in with the airman, undesignated airman, going to a carrier, fully expected to go to air department, right? Nope. I went down to be in the chapel. <laughs> so air department, air department was done. They were up in the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. Mm. Yeah. Right. So I, I check on board. I go down to personnel, right? And and the PN1, and I remember this very explicitly, PN1, right? Um, I ask him, where am I going? Which, which part of air department? And he, he flips open the book, and he's looking for my name. And, oh, you're going to RMD. And I was like, what part of Air Department is RMD? Oh, he's like, it's not. I was like, what is it? He's like, Religious Ministries Department. Welcome so, to the Navy, right? bud. <laughs> <laughs> so I went down, and I, well, Air Department was basically mustering and going home. All their refit for for Air Department was done. Mm. So the flight deck, hangar bays, all that, all that stuff was the elevators. Everything was complete for them in, in the overhaul. So they were mustering and they were going home. Uh, Chapel was going through their refit. They needed they needed bodies. So RPC went talked to PNC. You know, did a little drug deal. First three undesignated didn't matter. Firemen, seamen, airmen. They're coming first, to yeah, us. They came to and I was number three. Mm. So <laughs> I spent two years down in uh, down in the chaplain's office, which was wonderful because I did. I had an RPC, and this RPC was an amazing man. Um, I didn't think of him as a mentor until later in, yeah. in life. It's often like right? that, right? Um, but he told me, you know, you need to do three things to be successful in this Navy. Be on time, do what you're told, and be in a good-looking uniform. Yep. He's like, you do those three things, you're going to go far. Yep. Uh, and I cannot argue with the results because yeah, right. <laughs> I've adhered to those three things, right? Um, so I guess I, I first started thinking about him as a mentor, you know, back when I made chief in 2004. Yep. They were like, who's your favorite chief? And I was like, oh, well, this is, you know, the one the one who got me here, set me on the path is going to be, then that's when I started thinking of him as a mentor. But uh, back when I was a chief, uh, expeditionary security, uh, there was a certain MA3, um, kind of took under my wing. You know, he, he always came and sought advice. So it was one of those natural, you know, mentor-protege uh, relationships. Um, and, you know, we, we talk to each other all the time. You know, he calls me up, keeps me straight. I keep him straight. Mm-hmm. Um, this last uh, advancement, he, 
He was selected for Command Master Chief two or Command Senior Chief program two years ago. This year, he was selected for Command Master Chief, going on to his first CMC tour um, here very shortly in Mayport, Florida. So, Carlos Slade, if you're listening to this, <laughs> love you, brother. <laughs> That's great. So, what? Um if someone's on the on a ship, right, and they want to find a mentor, they want to find someone to help them navy. Maybe it's outside of their shop. Maybe, as we all know, maybe they're in a shop that maybe is not the best run. Mm. We all know it happens in the navy, right? Maybe they're in an environment where they feel like I'm I'm just not clicking here. How do they go and and find someone? What 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 do you do to go find someone? Maybe off the ship or in another department. Uh, what could you do? You know, I think what, what Rob kind of mentioned, the kind of that natural type mm-hmm. feeling, right? And I and I, I, I would tell seriously, take opportunity when you're standing those watches, yeah. right, to get to know the people that you're standing on watches with, especially if you're on a quarter deck, right? Yep. That's where you tend to get more exposure to people that are not in your division, not in your department. Um, and it'll naturally happen. Yep. It will naturally t- Don't ever force yourself to pick somebody as a mentor because yep. that's not going to help you, Mm-mm. okay? And they're going to end up telling you what you probably – want to hear and what you don't want to hear yep. not what you need to hear yep. um so i would that that would be my advice i mean lunchtime on a mestex right yeah. i mean that's you know under un, underway oh man underway on you know game night on saturday oh, yeah. night if you, yeah. you know those those type of events is where you really start to get to know the crew and and get to know your shipmates and that's that that would be what i would recommend it's still the that's still the best thing about the navy and really the thing i'll always carry with me is like yeah, sitting on the mess decks with a bunch of reprobates, having fun. Like, but you know, you know what I'm I'm saying that flippantly. Yeah, but you know right. what I mean? Like those, you're just trying to blow off steam, being yeah, on correct, the way, yeah. and you're doing some silly stuff mm. and screwing around, and like, uh, yeah, that it seems like silly friendship. But you're right. That's also a time to, you know, you that answer. was friendship yeah, bonds yeah, turn yeah. into mentorship right. bonds, yeah. right? Yeah, a lot of times, a lot yeah. of times, and and and. And you know, as as your career progresses, like ours, like all of ours have, right? Mm-hmm. Your your mentors tend to become more senior in rank. You know, and I, a couple of bosses I've worked for already, flag officers have become really good mentors of mine uh, because you know these guys are wearing these big stars on their collar, oh, so yeah. so they must know something. Yep. Um, and 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 it's important to to us also mm-hmm. as command masters, mm-hmm. we still have we we're still required to grow as leaders oh yes you know this isn't yeah. this isn't the end I, we just didn't make it to the top and we quit learning right you continue to learn you yeah. continue to broaden your your education your leadership skills mm-hmm. manners methods you know because we're exposed to so many people every day right i yeah. mean and not just right. within our community but just across japan yep. um yes. that you get to see every different style yep and we're, I mean, the United States is just a diverse country. Yeah. And what's always great about the Navy, too, the military in general, is like, if you look at the, you know, ethnic and religious demographics of the military, it really matches up with the whole of the United States. Correct. Like, it, it's pretty incredible that when you set up a meritocracy, it right. suddenly evens itself yeah. out to oh, be it like, does. you know, really diverse. So, that's a great opportunity for mentorship too, right? If you're from a certain part of the country where you've never met someone who is like X, Y, Z, well, now's your chance. Oh yeah. You know, now's your chance to learn about the other people in your own country. You know, I think that's a great opportunity. It is. Yeah. 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 It's a great opportunity and, and, and don't ever pass it by. You know, that's what I always tell slayers. You know, if you, You'll, you'll know an opportunity when it crosses your path. Yep. Don't let it go by you. Yep. Snatch onto it and ride it. 
you know, all the way to the end, yep. you know, because uh, that's what's going to get you where you mm. need to be. Yeah. So. Yeah, good advice. Good advice. You know, a great person, in my opinion, you guys can tell me this, to make friends with and learn from, in my opinion, if you want to learn about the Navy, is a YN. Mm -hmm. YNs have so much knowledge about how evals are supposed to be written, oh, yeah. how yeah. awards are supposed to be written. Like, I don't know. I just find like, like if you want to figure out how to do that stuff, YNs are always great oh, people yeah. to talk to and become friends with. You know, they are, they are. Yeah. And, and they they get exposed to a lot, a, a lot, a, a lot, and they sometimes become, you know, the CMC's trusted confidant. You yep. know, because they end mm -hmm. up working for a command master chief mm -hmm. or. Or, and, and my buddy Bobby Morse is going to give me props for giving him a shout on this one. But, you know, they also have the flag riding community, too. Yeah. Right. They, they, they work directly for flag officers. So those 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 are some really sharp, sharp sailors doing doing good work at that at that YN level. Yeah, you know? I agree. I yeah. say the other one would be your career counselor, too. Yeah, oh, certainly. Right? Yes. That's, I mean, that's that's yeah, yeah. to me, that's kind of a part of the triad and a command yeah. Well, yeah, for I, sailors. And I think if you want to if you want to contribute you know, to your department, division, your work center, whatever. I mean, if you can learn how to write evals and awards, you know, make that easier on your chain of command, and you can give career advice to sailor, you know, I should say accurate <laughs> career advice, yeah, right? None of the sea lawyer stuff, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. You know, if, if you can do those two things and that's not your rate, yeah. you know, you are taking such a weight, yeah. you know, I don't want to say off of your chain of command, but boy, you are really helping them out yeah, with so that. True. Yeah. So true. And in, 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 uh, in any anybody that's willing to help, I'm oh yes, I'm willing to take. <laughs> right, right? That, that is no lie. Right? That is so, no lie. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I just want to I just want to give a, a, a kind of a welcome aboard to the USS John Finn that just got here from San mm. Diego. Oh yeah, welcome, John Finn. Uh, so uh, you know, we reached out to them already. Been on board. Walked walked down the piers and you know took the admiral out there yesterday. So uh, yeah, welcome aboard, John Finn, to FDNF Japan. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome. Glad to have you. Enjoy Japan, you guys. It's a it's a great place to be. What's that? It is. No, no, it is. It's it's yeah. uh you know, what was I was talking to one of the chiefs on board and he was like, Yeah, you know, everybody was just kinda like you know, it's the the typical Japan story. There's stretch. There's nail marks across the Pacific oh, Ocean yeah. as you come yeah. west. And then a week and later, they're a, like, yeah. "There's a yeah. oh, oh, And that's what I, t I was. So, Captain and I went to. We gave a special AOB ICR yeah. okay. to John Finn. We did, we had the entire ship in the theater. Cool. So you know we and and I and I told them because my wife is CMC of the USS yeah, Dewey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. And I told them the the exact same thing that's going to happen to them. I was mm -hmm. like, "Listen, I can tell you what's going to happen to your crew." I was like, y'all San Diego Bay sailors, none of y'all wanted to come over here. And none right? of y'all are going to want to go back. And that's what I said. You know what? Same thing happened to the Dewey. Yeah. Those sailors, yeah. you know, did not, kicking and screaming yeah. to come, did not want to come. And then, you know, now those sailors that picked orders eight, nine, ten months ago to go back to San Diego are beating down my wife's doorstep on board the ship saying, CMC, I don't want to go. Yeah. I like it here. I want to stay. And it's so funny because you meet those stateside people oh, and they're yeah. like seventh fleet sailors, man. <laughs> you guys are like you all got wild eyes. Like some, <laughs> something's happening out there. Like, yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking your time. Of man. course. It's, awesome. it's always fun to have you guys here. And um, yeah, so it's all really good stuff talking about uh, about mentorship. Uh, again, it, why don't you guys just real quick give me a quick like really succinctly like why is it so important what's the number one reason that you you need good mentorship in the navy so i'm going to say as quick as i can 
I mean, we all have goals. We all have aspirations. Uh, we never get anywhere by ourselves. Um, you need to find a mentor that can help you get there, whether it be a long-term mentor or a, a certain situational type mentor. They're, they're just going to, you know, someone with experience to help guide you along your way um, and, and try to avoid the, uh, the missteps that maybe they took. So, um, kind of along what Rob was saying, I, to, to me, it's just you know you have the opportunity to learn from such a di- for, from such a diverse background of sailors, right? Um, why not broaden your your scope of mind per se, and and look at how other people view things, yep. and that's what you that's what I mostly get out of mentorship. And I have junior sailors mentor me all the time. You know, I'm getting their perspective. I have I have projects I work on. I throw it over to my my third classes, second classes. Hey, you guys handle this. This is what my goal is. But they're mentors of mine. So yeah. you get to see different perspective from different people, and then you pick and choose on how you want to lead sailors. Yeah, good. All right, well, thank you guys, and uh, we hope to have you back soon. You are always welcome here in our studio. So, yeah, thanks again. The Giant Voice Podcast is a production of Commander Fleet Activities Yokosuka Public Affairs Office. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the policy of the Department of the Navy or Department of Defense. Thanks for listening.